Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. What is going on, everyone? I'm Mike Singer. He's Tim Hyde. We're live on this week's Notre Dame football show. Hope everyone is doing well this week. Uh, we already got a super chat to start the show. I appreciate that, Andrew. We'll get to that in just a second. Oh, wow. Tim, how you doing, my friend? What's new in your world, man? Are you kidding me, Mike? I I am so hyped for this show. Finally, we are, you know, I mean, why talk about football, right? Why, why talk about a week into There's camp? Why talk about all this stuff, Mike? Let's, let's, let's focus on... The barbecue meal. Make sure we get the good meals. Let's focus on jersey colors. Under, under Armour gold this, pants. Are they getting the gold pants right, Mike? Let's focus so on this that. This is how we're starting the show with Tim trolling. That's what we're starting and then, the show with. And then the Mike Singer and Tim Hyde favorite question of all time. Don't spoil is, the show. Is the NBC announcers, Mike. All right. You I just spoiled the show. I am so hyped. So All right, well, hyped. at least don't say who our special guest is because. No, I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. Well, you just, so, yeah. But uh, no, no, I was, uh, as I was coming on over to get ready for the show, I mean, you and I joke all the time because we always get those questions about NBC announcing a Paro deal. And we're like, yeah, we just want to talk football. So, Well, Tim, guess what we're going to talk? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So... Listen, good. we're the Notre Dame football show. We will react to the news. We we always do that. I love it. I love it. So, and I have some thoughts on some of the news. 
I, it I might be popular. I don't think it will be, though. <laughs> I don't think your takes are popular either. I love it. I but, love um, it. but yeah, that's uh, that's just kind of par for the course uh, with the with the Notre Dame football show and Pod Like a Champion. If you're listening via podcast, appreciate you all as well. Uh, yeah, folks, please do hit the thumbs up on the channel, of course, and subscribe to our channel. Oh, that's not the right prompt. This is it. Uh, yeah, subscribe to our channel for more content. Tim, we got a super chat from Andrew. What do we got here? This real quick. This is an oh. interesting one. He says, Tim, Athlon Sports put out an article where an anonymous P5 coach said Hartman has the most pressure of any college football player. Do you agree? Wow. Wow. I've not thought 12 seconds of this question. That's a that's a great The most pressure. Well, I mean, if you look at it like, yeah, the two quarterbacks that, you know, won nine games, won a bowl game, got Marcus Freeman through his first season of ever being a head football coach. He kind of fired those guys, if you want to use that term. You bring in a six-year, one-year rental, a 12-game rental maybe. Does Hartman play the bowl game? Who knows? Um, the expectations are sky high because he came to Notre Dame to boost his draft stock, if you want to say that. You got a first-time offensive coordinator. You know, coming in with Parker, so you got to use the Hartman experience. Wow, that's a that's a great, great question. I mean, we're still talking wide receivers or young. Who's who's going to be the go-to guy? That little sixty-second TikTok we did is blowing up on the message board. It's it's absolutely amazing the conversation that started. So, man, the the most pressure. Hmm. Interesting. I. That's a great question. Yeah. He said because they don't want to make because they want to make a playoff and don't have sure. returning guaranteed wide receivers. No, no, it's a great question. Is it? Is it? Yeah, is it in an article or just something they? Yeah, he said out oh, Okay, okay, yeah, I have to find the article and and read what they're, uh, you know, what what they're chatting about. But pressure, I mean, there's tons of pressure all over college football, but uh, for Notre Dame. Obviously, coming off, you know, we always go back to those two losses they had, those hard two losses, but then they had great wins last year. It, it feels like this. This is going back to Mike Singer six, seven months ago when you said the feel in South Bend. Still is, dude. Exactly, was they think this is a playoff team. They think this is a loaded roster. We're going to find out pretty – we're going to find out that towards the end of September. Is that true or not? So, But uh, I would say let's go. He's definitely in the top three. I'd say yeah. he's in the top three of most pressurized uh, players this year. All right, Tim, I really meant to say this before we started streaming, and I should have. But sure. your look, like right now, with your darker background, when you lean forward, it looks like you're in a cave and you just have light on your face. Yeah, I got the lights. I don't know what. Can, it is. Like, can you show us the boat background? Because I feel like when we could see the the full. Literally, I'm literally on the boat. Yeah. I guess I got to get a light above me. So lean but back. I feel like we used to see. I think that's your right shoulder, like that angle. Yeah, that we used to see more that way. Hmm. Like you had the camera shifted where you could see the, you could see the the curtain. I told you, I always blame the mother-in-law. Blame the mother-in-law. She got stuck. I feel like the lighting was better when we could see that. Is my all right? All right. So I have to adjust that. I have to adjust that. All right. How about you do it, just right now, right now? Because I'm I'm curious. Okay, um, and while uh, Tim fixes his, his lighting situation, we will actually hear um, from our friends uh, over at My Perfect Franchise. It's, this is it's a grade A um, show we do here, folks. Very prepared, very professional. Um, actually, sorry, Tim, hit the wrong button there. 
Oh, folks, hope you hope you all are doing well. And if you want to even have a better day, maybe you're a displaced corporate executive. Maybe you want to put your career in your own hands. You can head over to myperfectfranchise.net. Andy Ludicky can help you out. He's a huge college sports, excuse me, huge college sports fan and a franchise veteran, having owned multiple franchises and businesses. Using Andy's expertise, he helps others find their American dream through a very thorough consultation and evaluation process. Call Andy at 404-973-9901 and put your life and career in your own hands. And best of all, folks, his services are 100% free to you. So what do you have to lose? Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net. All right, let's go back to Tim. Let's see how it's looking. It, it, Tim, you read it. It looks even darker than normal. Tim, you're still muted, my friend. Got to get you. Tim, I can't hear you, buddy. Jeez, it'd be nice if I had muted. Hey, it's usually me who mutes. Exactly. Mutes, so. Look at that. You got a little, there's the boat light. There's the boathouse in the back. So we're good. We're good. Yeah, it does look a little bit better. Okay. Uh, so let's look at the show outline here. The green jerseys, Tim. Like you said, we just want to talk ball. Right. I know, I know. But. But, and folks, if you're watching, please comment and let us know if you're watching live, watching back, whatever it is. Let us know what you think about these. They're they're lighter than green jerseys we've seen in the past. But these look sharp, dude. What do you, I mean, put on your fashion hat, Tim. Do you like these? Yeah, I, yes. Yeah, I, I liked them when they came out. I, I like green. I'll be honest, and if Mr. Mike Goolsby is listening, the, he knows what I'm going to say. The first thing I thought about is the 2 Notre Dame-Boston College game. So it looks like that same shade of green. Yeah. Mike will know better than me on that. But, uh, no, I, I like it. I mean, I mean they I mean, didn't they announce this six months ago this was going to be the the green yeah. out game. That free, you know, I, I kind of like that. But Freeman did it with Cal last year. Obviously, this year he wants to pick one game. Everyone wears green, picks the Ohio State game this year, get all hyped up, a little night game there. So I thought they looked sharp. I like the green on green. I know, you know, Twitter or X or whatever the heck it's called nowadays. Um, can't say tweet, right? It's a post. So uh, it's fascinating. I I like it. It, it looks sharp. It looks sharp. All right. I said it looks lighter, but now that I'm looking at last year's, I guess just they look the same, maybe just the difference. What's the lettering? Is or, the is the yeah, numbers yeah. are uh, in the looks a little lighter? Looks a little yeah, lighter. maybe yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It looks I don't know. I like the green on the green, and I like the white. I think it looks sick. Yeah, I like the white. I like. But the is white. there any? Is there anything in you, Tim, that says? Ooh, you're wearing the green jerseys for the Ohio State game because that was my first thought too. It's like, man, why don't you wear those against Tennessee State or Central Michigan or whatever Michigan it is Notre Dame plays? Like Ohio State. Hey, it's 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 Notre Dame. I mean, accept the challenge, right? Accept the challenge. That's the way I look at it. I mean, you're playing one of the premier football programs in the country. Um, yeah, accept the challenge. We're gonna wear green. Let's go at it. This is our hype game. You know, a thousand recruits are going to be in. You're going to be up all night for a week straight trying to write about all that stuff. Enjoy that, Mike. 
yeah. and then uh, it's going to be hey, it's the big game. It's, it's the big game. I, I've been talking about this thing since the season ends. People are like, oh, I'll take it one game at a time, of course. Coach speak, all that stuff. The way this schedule sets up, Notre Dame should be 4-0. Ohio State's undefeated. They're both going to be top 10. I mean, Notre Dame undefeated should easily be in the top 10. I, I would say they're probably going to be preseason top 10 or 12. So it's going to be a massive uh, game. I bet you 15 plus million people are going to be watching this thing. So let's get hyped up and wear the green. I'm, I'm excited. You mentioned the recruiting weekend. I really can't find a recruit who's like Notre Dame's after that doesn't say they're going to the game or at least hoping to. I mean, it's seriously is going to be the biggest single recruiting day in terms of visits for Notre Dame in, you know, the four plus years that I've been on this beat. So even last year was somewhat of a little disappointment, correct? Cause they didn't really didn't get as many, maybe, you know, maybe the underclassmen were, you know, you know, I'm talking about the Clemson game. It was big, but it seemed like a, some didn't make it in. If I remember right, this one, like you're saying, everyone you talked to yeah. coming in. You for know, that I don't know. Well, that one was in November. So yeah. it would have been a little bit later in the cycle. So maybe you're, you're going to be able to get some 2024s if, Maybe if there's still more uncommitted guys that they're starting to go after. I don't know. Yeah. It's, I don't it's I, I can't remember the visitor list for the Clemson game last year off the top of my head, but yeah. Um, no, I hear you. I just remember, uh, I think you didn't even talk about it. From our, yeah, I'm looking at the 2002 game against BC. Green, this one looks a little lighter green, but they had the white numbers like they did. There you go. Okay. Um, next up, Tim. 10-year Under Armour extension for Notre Dame. Kind of, I mean, we had a a comment here a minute ago from someone who said, real quick, real quick, um, I'm glad Notre Dame re-signed with Under Armour. I always love their their stuff. That's holds my beer with the comments. Um, I, I mean, Tim, I think me and you are in the same boat. We don't really care. Um, some people will swear by Nike or Adidas or, or, or swear that Under Armour is just the absolute worst. I just don't care. Um, I gotta, not really my cup of tea. I don't really have, let's see, there you yeah. go. Under Armour polo tonight. Got my blue um, one. But here's the, a really interesting thing is, according to Yahoo's Ross Dellinger, Notre Dame and Under Armour have agreed to a 10 Year contract locking in what is a historic agreement. It's also quote unquote expected to be the most lucrative deal in college athletics history, coming in at over ten million dollars a year. Which, with that in mind, Tim, I thought it was a good opportunity for me to reshare something that Mike Goolsby had said. Um which I am trying to find it real quick so I can play it on stream. Yeah. I, I think the audio will come through. So let me play this real quick. This is the voice of uh, our, our Mike Goolsby.
Okay, never mind. I guess you guys can't hear it. Could you hear it, Tim? Okay. All right. Yes, well, so glad I asked. Um. All right. Well, never mind. I put myself on mute, and I was like, and then I unmuted. Like, oh, right <laughs> well, I'm glad I asked. Chat. Uh, there you go. <laughs> we hear you okay. Well, sorry about that, guys. That was just thirty seconds of dead audio. But Goolsby basically says. Under Armour needs to do more for Notre Dame. We're the bell of the ball. They need to do something special for us. So you hope with this Under Armour deal now that it, it's just, you know, maybe a renewed sense of energy or something that, you know, Under Armour wants to do more for Notre Dame. I mean, Tim, you just see all of the time. Freeman is just wearing fire Under Armour gear all the time. And what does everyone always say, Tim, on Twitter and stuff? Where can I buy that? Yeah. And it's like, I can't buy it. I want it so bad. And there's always really sick stuff, but like, just can't get it. So just Under Armour, need, I, I, they just need to do something. If people want to, you know, swear that the cleats are getting Notre Dame players hurt or whatever, like, I, I don't know. but. I'll let other people debate that, but I, I I agree with Goolsby that Under Armour does need to do for more for Notre Dame. Oh, I agree. Especially I I read in the in the new contract is they're getting the upfront money every single year. They're get and they're getting a percentage of sales. All right, so if you're going to have a percentage of sales, sell everything we see at practice all the time for crying out loud. People will buy that up like crazy. The hoodies, the I mean, there's so much stuff. It's like you go to Ham's bookstore online, that you know, the Notre Dame bookstore, and you can't even find half the stuff. It's just a small little thing. Fanatics only has a couple small Under Armour section. You're right. It's like loaded up for crying out loud. Just make it, sell it, and it's just more money. So hopefully they, hopefully they, I would say, wise up and do a little better job of selling the actual gear. Play, you know, players wear. Not all of it because some of it's exclusive for yeah. players and part of the deal i get all that stuff but there's a lot of things the coaches wear the polos and things of that nature would be a hot hot item yeah. and and i guess you know the, you know like you know the jerseys come out this week how in the world did you not have those things ready to order yeah i mean i mean how many could they have sold in the first 24 hours notre dame fans love that stuff so it's it's a you know it's a good deal it's a money deal you know the way you look at it people may want nike whatever I don't know. I, I've been around programs that all we wear is Under Armour, and it's unbelievable gear. Yeah. Coaches' gear, players' gear, the uniforms are unbelievable. They last. They're they're so comfortable. Players love them that I've been around. So it's good stuff. And then on top of that, obviously they got a big. They're getting a big check. So it's all about money. You know, you can say what you want, but it is a big pool of money that Notre Dame is collecting because of what? What's the main reason? They're independent. So they're independent and they need a big pool of money so they don't have to join a conference. So you add all those things up, money, they get ACC money every year, the new contract, the TV that's going to come. So it's, it's all good. It, yeah. you know, we go from there, like right here, Nathan says we need the Freeman wear. Exactly. There's so many things coaches wear that, that Notre Dame fans will buy in 12 seconds. Yeah. All right, Tim, I'm going to play, I'm going to give this a shot. Can you just give me a thumbs up if it actually works? Let's needs to do something where, you know, Jordan brand is its own standalone brand, but it's affiliated with Nike where 
Under Armour has to do more for Notre Dame because, I mean, we are the bell of the ball in terms of who's in their, I guess, college athletic portfolio where it's like we come out with a cool cleat or something like that. And I always go back to, like, USC. I don't know if they're famous for it, Mike, but, like, USC wears a black cleat with white laces. It's very much it's like USC's thing. Like, can, no, can Under Armour create something for a Notre Dame? If we're going to get stuck with Under Armour again, I would really push them to develop something proprietary, something cool for us to kind of hang our hat on. That's just a, a random thought because it's disappointing to hear that you're going to get stuck with Under Armour again. Under Armour needs to do something. Yeah, so that was uh, that was pretty good stuff from Goolsby, and uh, glad that I could actually get that working. Hey, Juicy J, member of the Blue and Gold Message Board, uh, says, hey, buddy, that gear is going to look a lot better on Freeman than on dudes like you and me. Well, I think everything looks better on Freeman than, yeah, exactly. than me. Um, you know, he could wear a 3X, um, you know, sweatsuit, and it'll, it'll obviously look a lot better on him. But points taken uh-huh. for sure, and good to see you in here, my friend. Okay. Tim, so we've talked jerseys, we've talked Under Armour, and now to put it all together, the perfect trifecta of things that people really care about. And Tim and I, it's not that we don't care, it's just we don't really get it as much, maybe. Um, And and that is the announcers. Tim and I just don't, it's it's not a big deal to us. Um, If it is to you and it's something you're passionate about, Totally understand it, but for us, yeah, we just don't. We don't really care. Um, NBC announces broadcast crew for 2023 games, and it is Jack Collinsworth and Jason Garrett for the second straight season. You want to know what my read on this is, Tim? You want to know? Yes. This is my takeaway. Guess Jason Garrett couldn't find anything else to do. Oh, he couldn't get him back into coaching, or he couldn't find what he wanted to do because I think this is probably not what he wanted to do. I, so when we're listening to a game and Notre Dame wins or loses and people get on the chat and and, and our shows and they want to talk about broadcast crew, that's when I don't like what let's talk about the game. Why do we care about the announcers? How bad Garrett was like, that's when I don't care. But I think right now to discuss it is when I actually will care because for what I just said, like it's usually these Notre Dame games are just like a tryout getting to the Sunday night football NFL games. And I don't like that. I do wish NBC would just throw a boatload of money at like a Brady Quinn and just get a Notre Dame guy. I mean, Drew Brees said it was Breeze to Dungy. Dungy was great, but Breeze, I think it was Breeze. No, maybe it was Dungy to Breeze to Garrett. I can't remember. You guys can exactly. let us know, exactly. but yeah, there's people uh, that follow that. Yeah, stuff Andrew says he had three interviews with Stanford. Didn't work out, so he's you know he's back in Notre Dame. So it's fine, but I just wish you're you know I just wish you you know just straight Notre Dame guys in the booth. Well, yeah, and that's a great point about you know Brady Quinn or Collinsworth is Notre Dame alum, I should say. But yeah, exactly, he's an Indy alum. So maybe when um, you know SE comes and it's the Big Ten and so much stuff changes in that conference on television, maybe they. You know, they're going to have Notre Dame obviously locked into six, seven games, whatever it is. So seven, you know, when you look at it. So maybe they have a dedicated, you know, a different group. Who knows? Who knows? Especially down the road where Notre Dame's going to start playing some more Big Ten teams in, in a non-conference. So maybe that will change. But, yeah, man, I'm, I'm telling you, Mike, I 
I've, I've been watching some of the games from last year, just rewatched late at night, haven't been able to sleep good. Just been doing a ton of football, rewatching, you know, doing some X and O's off of last year's games. And I listen to them. I just, I just, I don't sit there and break down the, the play by play, I guess. I just never have outside of John Madden, but that's when I was young and you just, and Madden was awesome. And you just got engulfed in the John Madden doing uh, NFL football games. But, um, yeah, it is what it is. I'm not a big Collinsworth guy, maybe because his dad or whatever. I don't know. Maybe I'm jaded by that, right, with the Collinsworth name. But, um, yeah, it's fine. I mean, Garrett did do some X and O's. Like the Clemson game I watched a handful of times, and him breaking down plays. That's all I can hear about. Yeah, it was, was solid. But, but it, uh, uh, I mean, Mike, it is amazing. I mean, we're going to get it after the Navy game. There's going to be announcing questions, and why didn't these freshmen play? That's always number one waiting in the queue before we start our show so if there was a way that we could stream the notre dame game on our youtube channel and oh fuck, that would be amazing but go play by play our channel would get taken down uh in a heartbeat but this is like it guys this is just a very subjective thing Tariko and dungy were fantastic dungy was terrible those are back-to-back comments in the span of you know, 10 seconds. So, I mean, it, it just is what it is again. And Tariko's a pro and he's doing this in the Sunday night game is, is the, you know, the big enchilada for NBC, yeah. the, the amount that people watch that thing. So he's got, he's spending all week getting ready for that thing. He doesn't have time for Notre Dame. I bet our chat would say, I'd rather have Tim Hyde on there, but let's, let's just be honest. Jason Garrett's resume is just a little bit better than oh. Tim. It's, you know, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, as good as you expect, yeah. but again, I do wish it was a Notre Dame guy. That, that's where I go back to. Yeah, and that, you're right. That's Collinsworth, and obviously Brady Quinn's constantly out there. Maybe he gets bought out and brought over when the Big Ten, you know, changes that's anew amazing. here in 2024. So, heck, who knows what's going on in the Big Ten? There's so many rumors out there. It's I like Big Ten was on NBC this year. Maybe, yeah, this year. I'm talking about when SC comes aboard next year. I think oh, it's okay. 2024 when. Okay. SC, UCLA come in. Now there's talks of Clemson, Florida State. I'm like, I, 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 I can't. Even. Yeah, I mean, a, a few things. People in the chat probably read the news. I haven't followed the news. I've been busy all night, but um, it's it's nuts what's happening out there. It's literally going to these two mega conferences of 20 teams each. It's it's going there. And there's Notre Dame, just chilling, just Bell chilling. Ball. Notre just Dame can do what they I get, I get, I got asked the other day by a friend. Or I can't remember. It was on a show or something about. No, it was actually Trey. Trey at the end of our Friday show was like, "Do you think Notre Dame's going to join a conference?" And by the end of the decade, and I was like, "I honestly have no idea. I don't know." Uh, Juicy J says, "How about a live stream companion with the Blue and Gold crew?" I don't know. What, do you mean like oh, we, you get we, we, we stream like during the game? I've seen different outlets do that, where they stream and just talk and just talk. But that's just so clunky now. If I feel like I feel like we were doing this ten years ago before all the streaming, you know, where everyone you know was on the same thing. But now some people are watching on NBC. I personally, I don't have true cable anymore. I yeah. I just I've got all the in laws logins for all the apps on my Roku's, and I have like Peacock and stuff. So yeah. I'm like two and a half minutes behind on Peacock all the time. So that's um, slow. Yeah, so it, it, I would love to do that, but um, 
we will do the post-game live shows. Yeah, I, me personally, I, I couldn't sit there and watch a play and sit there and try and talk as it's going. If it's third and two, you know, like the SD, they run the, the jet sweep. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I would, uh, I would lose my mind a few times. I feel like the only sport you could do that in is that I think it wouldn't be clunky as soccer. Cause you know, the, how the clock goes up and it doesn't stop. So you could just pause the show to then have it match your TV. But otherwise I feel like it wouldn't, wouldn't work, but all right, we're going to get in some real football talk here in, in just a moment. Hey, juicy J really do appreciate the super chat though. Um, get you a, get you a TV. Millennia. I, I do have a TV. I just don't have true. I haven't had cable in a long time. Um, but yeah, Tim, I'll let you uh, get a sip of water there in the boat, and uh, we'll hear from our next sponsor over at the Rogue Shop. Uh, folks, it's the husband and wife outfit, as you know. Mr. Rogue and his wife, Shar, are craft cannabis bar- farmers who specialize in small batch sustainable plant medicine, a true holistic type of small business. They farm and grow everything themselves, do everything by hand. And their website to visit, folks, is rogueshop.com. That's R O G U shop.com they sell everything from cbd thc edibles tinctures smokables bath salts paint creams topicals vapes candles soaps and more check out rogueshop.com if you have issues sleeping chronic pain and or have anxiety stress excuse me stress issues and you can use the promo code blue and gold for 10 percent off your order um yeah i mean i've used their products before folks and not gonna lie i like i like the rogue shop it's good stuff. So just leave it at that. Check it out, rogueshop.com, if you're interested in that. All right, Tim. We are going to go through some various position battles. So Notre Dame wrapped up today. Let's see. It was fall camp number practice number seven. And the first three were available to the media. And then number fives and six, but only the first practice was fully available to the media. So otherwise it's just five practice so, or excuse me, five periods of practice. So stretching. And then the most exciting thing they do is routes on air. So the media does not ever, unless it's a fully available practice, they don't ever get to see scrimmages or one-on-ones. And if they do get to see that, they're not allowed to film it. So very specific rules there. Um, but yeah, Tim, um, Bosnian war criminal says, Angeli looks great, TBH. I mean, I only wish we had somebody who's believed in him for years at this point. And, and let's just go right there. Position battle yeah. breakdown. Which we have several here before we get to a special guest in about 10 minutes, Tim. So we're going to have to yeah. breeze through these. Position battle number one we'll talk about here is the backup quarterback, Steve Angeli, Kenny Minchie. Tim, you said that this was the biggest one for you, biggest position battle for you. Kind of thoughts on this as you've seen some early reports, you know, just you know, quickly as we you know get through it to our next guest. Yeah, you know, and for those that you know may not have listened before, I said it's the biggest position battle because we of the unknown with Hartman only being here, you know, for this season of what's going to take place at that QB spot down the road. Is it another transfer or do, are these guys confident enough to you know, instill in the Freeman? We don't need anyone. We're going to win with these CJ Carr comes in January. We got three quarterbacks. We're going to, we're, you know, we're going to win next year with one of those three. So 
um, no, it's, it's been nice to, you know, tons of film online to watch and see these guys and whatnot. So, you know, they're doing good. It's like you're saying, you know, you know, wish we could see a few more things of them throwing, but the reports and Tyler's reports on, uh, and jelly have been, have been positive. And it sounds like he is, he's, you know, slowly, uh, taking over that number two spot. I don't think it's slowly. I think he's, I think it's pretty much done deal. I think Minchie is, is uh, got a bright future ahead of him. Um, but. Angelis is. Yeah, I, I will say the film. I mean, there's so much film online you could watch on YouTube. Man, he's a heck of a. He's a big kid. You know, I mean, he's a big dude. He he looks good. I love his arm. So the, he's he's a good looking quarterback. The thing is, he might be the number two guy. But the bigger question is, what do you always go back to, which we can't dive into now. But do they feel good enough about him for him yeah. to be one next year? You got Angeli, Minchie, Carr, or yeah, me, yeah. Me personally, I'd be stunned if Angeli's the quarterback in 2024, taking the snaps at College Station. That's just my yeah. opinion. So we'll see, but uh, that's why this battle and that number two, and that you know, does Hartman have to take a break for 30 seconds? Is Angeli going to actually get a throw a pass this year? He was in a few games last year, and all they did was let him hand off. I always found that fascinating last year. They wouldn't even let him throw a flat route for crying out loud so he wasn't in the i mean he just didn't yeah but i was yeah many opportunities no, I mean, he, hey he was a true freshman don't get me wrong he's a true freshman i get it you know the unlv game was always the interesting one why they didn't let him throw they were dominating that game um no but but i get it i get it so if he is the number two and he's solidified and he's got the confidence of marcus freeman to be the guy in 2024 then he's proved a heck of a lot this year. So, yeah. that, you know, that's good for him. Yeah. Number two running back, Tim, is next. I mean, Audrick Estime is obviously number one guy. Who is it after him? And it seems like, although all the scholarship running backs you could actually see playing, Estime, Devin Ford, Jadarian Price, Jeremiah Love, Jabran Payne. Like, I think we could all see these guys on the field. It does seem like probably Devin Ford or Jadarian Price. From what I gather – it's probably price actually, Tim. He's looking really good, the rising sophomore. No, and that's great news that he's he's back. You know, he he worked his tail off in the offseason to, you know, get you know, get rid of that injury and he's healthy, his legs, he's back to where he was a year ago where he was competing to be the number one as a true freshman. So if he's I mean, all the reports, the film, you see practice clips of him, he looks nice, he's good looking running back. So you know, I tr- I think Estime is going to be the guy. I think he's going to be the workhorse. He's going to be this year's Kyron Williams. Feed him because I think he's going to go pro after this year. There's no reason for him to come back as a senior. So let him dominate, go from there. And if Price is truly the number two, man, he's he's good. He's a good football player. So no, but no matter what we talk, you know, we talked about this, you know, a couple nights ago. You know, we were chatting about the running back room. It is, I mean, there's a lot of dudes. If SMA gets hurt, there's some dudes that you could definitely give the ball to this year and have confidence in them. Moving over to the tight end spot, Tim. It seems wide open in in a way. Yeah. Like Mitchell Evans doesn't seem like a clear number one tight end as much as Estime does at running back, for example. Mm-hmm. Like a sure thing. But from what I gather, Mitch Evans does look like the number one guy. Holden stays. 
hearing pretty good things about him as well. What do you, what do you think about this title yeah, spot? I was going to say that's been the biggie is um, obviously Bauman's been beat up, you know, Tyler Horka's, you know, reporting on him and, you know, he's been out this camp. So it's been Evans, but then Evans has been dinged up a little bit from what it sounds like and stays has just been consistent, but you know what? We loved Olden stays when he committed, when you and I talked about him and his, uh, recruit videos, you know, which is interesting. We always talk about those, the hidden gems last year. You and I were always high on Stays and Morrison before they arrived in Notre Dame of guys everyone forgot about, it seemed like. And Morrison shined last year and this year. Holden Stays is, he's definitely going to play a lot because they're going to, you know, he's he's going to be the number two and Notre Dame always plays two tight ends more often than not. So, de- you know, definitely exciting for him this year. That 2022 class, I think I talked more about the Bergen kids. Remains to be seen on Angeli, but yeah. didn't work out with Jaden Bellamy. But can't be right all the time. I, I write here for this position battle breakdown, fairly open at wide receiver. There's a lot of talent. Very unproven, though. But it does, the feeling is that it's Jaden Thomas, Chris Tyree, and Tobias Merriweather. Do you, do you like that trio? Yeah, yeah, exactly. When you say fairly open, I think it's shut. It's it you sounds do. like you know, unless there's an injury and something happens, I don't see anyone behind those three you mentioned okay. taking over. I just don't. I, I, Colsey. No, I don't because he's he hasn't done it in two years, and all of a sudden it's it's year three. Thomas had a full season. I mean, he was a guy last year. The guy who started, they trusted Tyree. They moved because they want to get him on the field his senior season and Tobias has had the hype. He was so close to breaking out last year. And then he got the concussion that kept him out the rest of the season. I mean, he's the, he's the guy that could be the Michael Floyd on the, on the, on that roster. Just the go-to guy, the scary guy, the DC D coordinators have to respect like crazy. Cause he's so long and fast and athletic and jump and make all the big plays. So it sounds like it's going to be those three. And then it's, it's Colsey. You keep hearing about people don't want to hear it. It's, you always hear about Matt Salerno somewhere making a play yeah. in practice. When, then, if they go four or five wide, you're probably. It's one of those freshmen. And it's going to be what? Great which house. Of the freshmen, which sounds like great house. because I've heard, I've heard good things about Flores. Oh, James, people get, talk highly about. But how do you get five, six, seven receivers into a game? I don't think you do. Because I think they'll play stays before they play some of those other guys. That's just my opinion. You know, when, when you're reading the reports and hearing how things are going, do you do a second tight end before you do a second freshman? And I think Holden Stays is going to be a, ahead of Rico Flores somehow, some way. Yeah, I just think in 2023, you try to play everyone because you do want everyone to be happy because guys can transfer out. Now, Salerno's a, what, a seventh, eighth year guy, so maybe you're not yeah. too worried about that, but point still stands. Okay, uh, what will happen at guard, Tim? From left tackle, center, and, and right tackle, you're locked in with Alt, Carell, and Fisher. It looks like left guard is pretty good with Billy Strouth, which I think we're both mm-hmm. glad to hear that. And then right guard, speaking of Strouth, you got a sophomore, the guy from Wisconsin. I, I just really – that was such a yeah. stressful recruitment to cover, but also loved it. Um, right guard, Christophic versus Rocco Spindler. Um, it's, it's an, that's a, guard play is not sexy, but especially at right guard, but – I, that's a fun position battle to me. Yeah, and I thought the big news in the last you know day or two that you know Tyler Horker reported was Christophic's been repping as the number let, two. Athlete. Let me inter- let me interrupt. 
I have just been, I've been told that that's just a lot of what they're doing early in camp. They're no, no, it's like a, a lot of guys. So exactly. I don't think it's like a foregone thing or Spindler starting at guard. So let's get Christophic at tackle. I don't think it's that. No, no, I agree. I agree. But when you watch a lot of the videos and you see so much stuff that's out there and you just watch film, you know, I'm always looking for old line film and it sure does look like number 50 is next to Fisher a ton uh, recently recently and um i kind of like that they've you know they bumped emil wagner inside just uh he's so athletic he's gonna be some he's gonna be one of the five next year so the fact that they're repping him at left guard is he the backup left tackle left guard type of a guy this year so i kind of like how they're doing that with wagner i loved rocco after the spring game i said it on our spring game show i hope he's the starter because i really want to go into 2024 with him and billy on the interior, because I fully expect Zeke all, and you know I'm probably in the minority. I, I think Blake Fisher is going to go. So if you lose those three, you got the two big guards inside, and um, I'm, I'm excited for Rocco. So the fact that he's coming alive, and, and Coach Joe Rudolph have nothing but positives to say about his development since spring has been awesome to hear and follow. I did have this Nana versus uh, John. Jean Baptiste. Wait, why can't I? Why am I not remembering his name? Javante John Baptiste. Uh, and I was talking to our beat guys um, mm-hmm. about this, and, and they had mentioned this, but this seems kind of like a. It's yeah. it's Javante's job. Yeah. Nana is going to play strong side DN, but it you know Javante will be the guy. Exactly. I was going to say the same thing. And, and watching rewatching a lot of uh, film last year, Nana played a lot last year. Really good against the run. Not a great pass rusher but really, really solid against the run. Plays physical. He he just plays like his hair's on fire, so he's a real aggressive uh, player. So, you know, strong side end, solid. The Viper was looking good with Botello, and it's looking like they got their big four on the inside. They're going to rotate like a hockey game this year. And then uh, last, and this isn't, there might be one or two other battles that maybe we're not thinking of, but this is kind of like the notable ones for us. Mm-hmm. The nickel spot, Clarence Lewis and Thomas Harper. It looks pretty likely. You had Ben Morrison and Cam Hart starting yeah, yeah. as your as your two cornerbacks. Mickey, I thought was going to be a nickel, but yeah. no, he's battling. Like he, or he's not battling. He's going to play outside corner, so mm-hmm. he's going to rotate in a little bit. Now, in terms of nickel, it's gonna be one of these two guys it looks like now they're all gonna play but in terms of like who's that primary guy one of these two guys what do you think about this Tim no exactly I mean you said a great point right there you know who they're all gonna play and, and Lewis played a lot of nickel last year especially at the end of the season so uh you know experience he's been a starter obviously you know for two seasons as well at corner Harper you know they went out and got him for this role this is what he played in the Oklahoma State defense over the years so it's two good football players, two experienced football players. So, you know, Tariq Bracey had a heck of a season last year, one of the best players on defense. But now you're replacing them with two very experienced upperclassmen. So you can't go wrong. And you're right, Mike. It, it's going to be both of them going to be rotating. And who's ever healthy is going to be playing. Okay. All right. Well, that wraps up our position battles. I was just texting with our, our guest. Oh, yeah. And it does look like he's going to join soon. But he hasn't come on just yet so tim while we wait i figure let's just banter a little bit about this um the vegas line for notre dame and navy it's at 19 points it opened at 17 okay 19 right now 
what do you think about that? Because it seems like a low number to me. I was going to say the same. Yeah, it's um, obviously whatever happened. I'm, I'm a big believer in whatever happened last year, you throw away. So I know Navy did the big comeback in the second half. That, that's one game. It's it's one game. So pause. What are you going to say? Pause. Did you just say whatever happened last year, throw away? Tim, you're the guy who throws out the most random stats about your predictions, your score predictions will be, oh, what Notre Dame did against Navy in 1947. They won by six points. And then in 52, they won by four. So I'm going to add those together and say Notre Dame by 10. I have done that for, for, yeah, yeah. Those are score predictions. Those are score predictions, Mike. But uh, I'm talking about the scheme and things of that nature. So, uh, and the score and whatever plays happen one year, you don't always carry it on. But uh, sometimes history does repeat itself. Yes, Mike, you're you're correct with that. But I would be 19. See, I'm, I, I can't give my score prediction. I kind of actually started to think about this this week. I think, I think Notre I think Notre Dame is going to come out slinging. I'm a firm believer when you play Navy, you got to go aerial assault because you got better athletes on the perimeter. You got to throw early, get up early, get a couple touchdown lead, and then get the heck out of there nice and safe and healthy. So I'm expecting a five touchdown game from Sam Hartman. So Ooh. I would definitely bet Notre Dame and, and those points right now. But yeah, I that's think just me. Too. Yeah, I do. Too? I think they're going to chuck it all over the place. I've, you know, I've gone on record. Navy, Tennessee State, Central Michigan. I'm expecting 15 touchdowns from Hartman in those three games. Is That's this true? Bad. Running Hello? clocks on first downs this year? It's uh, yeah. I mean, it's 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 probably only going to take uh, the, some of the studies I've read. It's only going to be a couple minutes. It's not going to be crazy. It's once the ball's set, the clock's going to get going and things of that nature. It's it's almost you know they're doing some of the NFL stuff now. Where the clock's moving, once it's set, it's rolling, things of that nature. It's but not going to be college does. If you get a first down, the clock stops. Once the ball's set, it rolls. But now it's it's going NFL. It's going to be. It's going to take a couple minutes. The, the goal is to shave off a couple minutes, obviously, because so many yeah. games lately have been rolling into the. It's all TV, Mike. It's yeah. all anyone cares about. So it's it's going to the NFL formula. Okay. All right, Tim. Well. um, I want to transition real quick into um, talking about this. This uh, talk a little bit of recruiting. Okay. How how good is Cam Williams as a prospect from Glen Allen, Illinois, Glenbard South? I mean, I just want to throw out on three hasn't ranked the highest. So Cam, if you're watching this somewhere, I just want to let you know that on three does have you ranked the highest. Maybe maybe it's not your quarterback, but at least Cam. At least you know we got we got it right on one of them. What, what, what do you think about this prospect, Tim? You, you excited about this? Give me 60 seconds. Oh, without a doubt, excited about it. You know, especially last week when someone on the message board, you know, uh, posted that that graphic. He was one of the 10 fastest players on on a you know recorded last year, I think, with 20 some odd miles an hour. So obviously getting a great young man down the road there out of uh, you know the Chicago region. So, no, it's exciting, it, exciting for him to come. I mean, you've talked about this a lot, Mike, where you get a great quarterback and an elite receiver coming in in the same class. It's been a, it, it's, it's a great combination to have for 2024. So very excited to have Cam Williams coming aboard. I mean, I think the combo of Mike Singer and Tim Hyde is a great uh-huh. one, but what about the trio of, of us and Cam Williams? What's so, up? Yeah, I had to gas my boy up a little bit and hype you up before we join uh, the show. Appreciate you. How you doing, man? Good. Sorry about that. I was, um, 
trying to email myself the link and it wasn't working. So no, hey, uh, um, but yeah, I'm here now though. That's you're that's right cool. on time, man. How were how was the golf course today, man? What'd you shoot? It was, it was good. I shot um so the the course I go at it's a 35 part, not 36. So I shot a 45 today though. Okay, yeah, golfer. And, 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 yeah, right. birdied the last hole too. So okay, <laughs> okay. I've been trying to get Cam on the show since May. Yeah. Um, and he's always golfing on Wednesdays. Um, so get all your golfing in while you can, because during the football season, I'm sure you're not. Yeah. When does camp start for you guys? Uh, Monday. Okay. Well, I'm guessing you're not going to get to golf much this fall. No. Okay. Um, I did want to, okay. So when I just mentioned, I wanted to get you on the show in May because you attended the on three event, which I don't remember what it was called on three NIL 100 um, or Something like that, yeah. Yeah. So basically, on three sent out invites for top recruits in the 2024 class to attend and just learn about NIL. Livy Livy Dunn was a speaker, the LSU gymnast, um, and Kirk Herbstreet was yeah, there as well. Yeah. yeah. So what? I'm just curious. For me, like I I don't know what went on that event other than yeah. what I saw on social media. So I I really wanted to just talk with you about it so what was it what like what was that all about every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer put lifelock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss plus with a u.s-based restoration specialist on your team you won't have to face drained accounts fraudulent loans or other losses from identity theft alone all backed by the lifelock million dollar protection package Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. I guess their whole point was like, obviously guys who are highly looked at in the class to kind of just come out and I guess kind of give them the basis of what this whole NIO thing is going on now. And um, and I don't know how um, educated other dudes were. But, I mean, what I got from it was kind of the same stuff a lot of people tell you. Um, I mean, you learn, like, um, what you might want to go in, go into when you're signing things. Um, obviously, don't sign everything you see. Kind of like the basic stuff. And, you know, they had, like, speakers there of, like, different um, – like, obviously, Kirk was there. Libby was there. Um, but, like, different companies. We had, like, some guy who works for Mizuno. He was, like, a high high end in the company. Um it was more interesting just with the speakers because the speakers were kind of just um, giving us advice because they worked in like the business world. And, uh, and I think it was also just another, another thing to maybe get guys out and around each other, but it was pretty cool though. I heard, I was talking to somebody cam Yeah. that you were like, I can't remember what he said. Cause this is months ago now that you were like the guy, like kids just gravitated towards you I mean, people just love talking to Cam Williams. I was I mean, talking just... to a lot of, uh, yeah, I was talking to, I, I made a couple, made a couple friends there. Um, obviously, most guys there um, have been on a bunch of visits together or some are committed together. And I think I was like one of the only guys, because, you know, like, I committed like early. So like all those visits, like I didn't do those, um, who, who kind of didn't really know anyone. But I mean, I ended up talking with a lot of like players and adults and stuff to kind of just know getting to know some people which is always good in this world i feel like um recruitment so yeah so for, for folks watching on uh youtube obviously we're watching cam's junior tape tim i know you wanted to ask uh ask cam about senior season coming up 
Yeah, Cam, thanks for coming on. Um, yeah, I just wanted to talk about obviously your seasons, you know, your senior season coming up, the off season. And more importantly, what is the, you know, what's coach looking to do with you this year? Any uh, any new wrinkles for you as you get ready yeah, to so, blast off into your senior season here? Yeah, so half of these highlights here will be at free safety. <laughs> so I got to play free safety this year. But um, it's been fun playing it this summer, though. So I got I got no issue doing that. And, you know, you got to do what you got to do to win. Because I think this year we might have, and I could be wrong, no more than like 10 seniors. My class is small, and I think we might have four guys from last year returning, like starting-wise. So, real young team, real small team, but we always seem to, like, get the job done. And um, other than that, yeah, I'll just be, like, on the field most of the game, which I'm not used to. So, it'll be good conditioning, though. So, love that. Tim, yeah. do you have anything else for Cam? No, I mean, you're talking about, um, you know, obviously – you know, your, your seat, your senior season and, um, you know, get, getting ready for that. Are, are they trying you out any other positions on offense since you're saying you're so young is the offense basically going to be built around you to give you the ball every other play you feel? Yeah. So we, so we kind of know based on like last year, how teams are going to play, mm -hmm. whether it's like bracketing me or just, just looking at me the entire freaking play. Um, so we got me, so we have a new bunch of new wrinkles this year. We added some last year. Uh, kind of just some uh, motions that like, have me like moving everywhere, so they can't just key me yeah. on like, one single spot. So I'll be out there on the outside. I might come in as a three or the two sometimes. I might end up as the number one on that side. It's just me moving everywhere. And I'm pretty sure as time goes on, um, they talk about having me in the backfield. So it's just yeah. any way to make sure no one's keying on me the whole time. So a little, so a little Cam Williams is the Wildcat quarterback this year, running around having fun. That that would be so fun. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask him about that one. <laughs> there you go. That would be I'm, fun. I'm scrolling up in our text cam because I know I asked you this. It, it yeah. was some, sometime in May. I asked you who the fastest guy in your class was of the Notre Dame commits, and you said a couple of guys, and it, you didn't mention yourself. I'm very humble, Cam Williams. But uh, I, you know, what's that? I mean, maybe I'm up there, but yeah, I said. See, what I heard from Chad was that, and I haven't seen it, that Logan Thomas is a, is an absolute freak athlete, which I believe yeah. it. Yeah, and you mentioned someone else. But That's then the I started asking people. Okay, yeah. Let's I just say these people might know things. Okay. They said you. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. I know Carson. I said Carson, too, I think. Carson's but fast. His 4 by 2 team was, like, really, really good. And like, I mean, he can't be slow running a really good four by two team. Um, so yeah, I, I really don't know to be honest. Would you run the hundred at your high school? Like, are you a track like track track guy? Like, you you focus on it a lot during the spring? No. So do you, you don't I, even I run track? I run faster. I feel like I run faster with all those pads on the turf that I do with no pads on on the on the whatever tar rubber that thing is. I don't know. When I'm in track, I just feel like I'm not moving like I do on the field. I love that. I do like that, but if you do get to the combine, you know, yeah, you practice a lot. Yeah, <laughs> practice a lot. Yeah, I it's a, it's a start because I my top speed's good, but every race you watch for me, I'm like I'm the last dude coming out the blocks. I'm not gonna lie, but then I feel like I start pretty good in my stance. So I don't know. I think it's just that whole thing is weird to me. It's I don't just know. like 
the longest highlight tape I've ever seen. I keep checking. I'm like, is it about to end? No, we're, we're, there, we're there's a lot. There's, I mean, there's a lot going on, man. I mean, dude, I I was sure. I mean, I text you almost every week checking in with your stats and stuff last year. And yeah, yeah. you had some huge games. So yeah, nine minute highlight tape. I mean, if you if you got a nine minute highlight tape, you got to flex what you got. I mean, this is I, I, we're going for um, this year. I know I'm definitely close to. Uh, there's a couple. I forgot which ones. There's a couple all time. There might be yards or touchdowns that I that I'm close to. Is that what school record? Yeah, and then um, I think I broke the single season, um, regular season yards last year, but or it was either that or I was there like five yards away. I forgot how they how they looked at it. So I don't know. But this year this year's big for a lot of that stuff though. So. Okay, I want to talk about Sunday because you're just at South Bend for I think uh, Matt Freeman at ISD tweeted your 412th time. I counted 411, um, oh. 411 times. But seriously, like you've done so many visits. This trip Sunday for the Grill and Chill, which is the corniest little term, but it sums up what you guys do, right? You literally yeah. did grill, and you yeah, did dope. chill, right? Yeah. So it was it was have you ever done a, a visit like the grill and chill? Even the grill and oh, chill last year or the year before, I feel like it was different, right? Because um, last year, the the actual players were at the grill. Excuse me, and you know they were they had like a rewards day or something. I think it was it might have been like the week when they checked in or right before they had checked in. I don't know, whatever it was, and they were there with us. But this year it was totally different, like. Then we were walking around the campus. We had like trivia games throughout the whole thing. Like it sounds like it wasn't fun, but it was fun. And then we got we go in the stadium and we start playing dodgeball in the stadium. And then I wouldn't think I'd just be standing in the middle of the fifty playing dodgeball or something. But uh, and then yeah, then we had the we had the grill. My team did not win that, unfortunately. But I thought we had the best one though. But so it was your team was what UCJ Talent Taylor. Yeah, I had uh, and, and then Jerome Bettis. Jerome and I had. Styles, Prescott. Uh, yeah. Okay. Did you get to know some new guy? I mean, like CJ, you know, all the time. He's up in Chicago all the time. But yeah, um, I, um, twenty-five receiver from Connecticut, Ethan, I believe, right? Ethan Long, safety. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I talked with his family a lot, okay. uh, and he's he's a good kid. Um, definitely looks the part. I mean, was bigger than me. Um. And I talked to um, obviously Taylor a lot. I mean, just from him being in the region, right. I knew him prior and stuff. And uh, and obviously Jerome. So really, just being around the receiver group. And got looking at those at those three. I'm like, I mean, that'd be great to have have all three of them. So, and and I and I think it really is cool. Just kind of what Stucky, uh, these guys that Stucky's kind of looking at and bringing in and giving attention to him real we're excited to see what he can do just beyond my class as well so we're all pretty excited about Stucky because the receivers coach before Notre, before Stucky at Notre Dame I actually I I like them but just the like Stucky's the opposite like just so much more energy just a lot more swag like does Stucky I mean I know what your answer is going to be but does Stucky like get the does he deserve the hype he gets like is he is he like a really good recruiter because Cam Williams folks Grew up a fan of which school? Go blue. Right? Yeah, Michigan. Yeah, 
and he had an offer from Michigan and people predicted him to go to Michigan, but he went to Notre Dame or he's going to Notre Dame and Stucky had a big part to do with that. Oh yeah. I think uh, just kind of his vibe and demeanor was a lot different than other dudes I was around. Dude, I don't mean to say dudes, coaches I was around and um, he was just, uh, he goes about things way differently that it just kind of hit me differently as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Tim, do you have anything else for Cam before we let him go? Yeah, I mean, just talking about recruiting in you know, Chicago there, you know, do you – obviously, you know, the class of 25 is stacked. You know, Notre Dame is going to live in the heck out of Chicago. I mean, it looks yeah. like they can sign 10 guys if they want. So are you have you chatted with those guys? Is the staff saying, hey, contact them, or are they just letting you do your thing? But knowing when you come to campus, you're going to you're gonna see some 2025 Chicago guys. Yeah, no, um, obviously I saw a few – um, this past weekend, and I think they'll tell, especially me, to hit those guys up probably when they cancel or is that September first. Gotcha. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure once around that time, where like the contact periods like the more legit for those guys, will be all over them. Because I mean, I said in a in an interview on my way home, like I think just maybe Illinois in general, but definitely the Chicagoland area just needs to be like seen more and uh. I think that's finally starting to happen, which is good. So, 2024 in Illinois is really good. Those two really good players. Uh, my class is good. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. 2025 looks just as good, maybe if yeah. not. Like 24 is very, very top heavy. Yeah. I feel like uh, with Lightfoot, you, Scott. I'm sure there's there's a couple others. I'm forgetting. Oh, I just mentioned Justin Scott. I don't know if you want. I don't know how healthy you are about that camp, but we don't have to talk about it if we don't. Uh, we don't no, want no, to. no bad blood needed. It's okay. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's really good. It's really yeah. good these past couple of years. I hope it it uh, uh I hope it continues. Well uh I think it'll stay that way. Yeah. So yeah. you get into Notre Dame for I'm guessing most games yeah, this fall, might, unless you have a Saturday game. Yeah, we might hit about like four twenty, four twenty one somewhere <laughs> somewhere around there. Uh no, yeah, I'll probably be there for about most of the home games. Okay. Because they actually have a decision to make. Uh I think the Ohio State game, because it's at night. Homecoming. Yeah, it's the day of homecoming. Oh, homecoming! Wow. But like, I might, but I'm, I, I might have to do the OC game. I'm not gonna. That's a once in a lifetime opportunity, you know. So senior homecoming though. Yeah. Yeah, but I've, yeah, I've, I've been covering recruiting for ten years. That what you're saying, I've heard so many times. The kids just don't know what to pick. And well, I, I, feel I like, think it's like, um, homecoming's a lot more like low key because I'm gonna be able to come for back for prom. So like. That's when you're prom king. You'd rather be prom king than homecoming king, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Kane Williams, prom king. You heard it here first. There we go. When yeah, we clip this. Up. Put it on social media when you're running for prom king. Mike Singer already said it. So, it's, yeah. it's, so it's just that, what it is at this point. Because I think, I think when we win and I run on the field, it'll be a lot better than the mosh pit back at school. So, it's, there you go. Yeah. You know, that's that's my way of thinking about it. All right. Well, folks, that's Kane Williams, 2024 Wide receiver commit for the Fighting Irish, someone who I think is a five. I don't want to say if he's going to end up a five star because I have no idea, but I mean, he, this guy is a top fifty one national, top fifty one nationally according to all four websites. I mean, this is a big time kid, and uh, Notre Dame wide receiver recruiting is uh, definitely on the uptick, and a lot of that is uh, thanks to Cam Williams' commitment. And uh, yeah, appreciate you joining the show, Camel. We'll have to have you on again. This is your second time on the show, so we'll make sure yeah. 
that we make it a third here soon, man. That works. Thank you, guys. All right. Thanks again. Have a good one. You got it. That was awesome. Cam Williams. Like, it's it's crazy, right? Like, that was just three three guys hanging out. He's, what, 17, 18? I'm 29. Tim, you're, what, 35? Yeah, I can Um, be 30. And it's just, he's so mature. Nice. Yeah, I mean, even the first time, you know, when he was on, we had a great conversation. Yeah, he's just so casual, so chill. It's just great. And, um, yeah, I mean, I wanted – I thought real quick if we had him on for an extra minute because because the, the the offers went out. You know how Notre Dame oh, does that. Offers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought of that real quick. Just wanted to hear his, his – Because uh, well, yeah, that's going to be cool. I mean, even though he's been committed and all that, but to get well, that in the mail, to be official, like this is – it's starting to hit home. And that's, yeah. you know, he's going into his, his senior year. That's why I wanted to ask him about his, you know, his senior season. It's a great senior season. I mean, you remember your senior year. So, and now here he is talking about, you know, homecoming or Ohio State. Good luck with that one. So, does he tell his, his girl? He's uh, going to Notre Dame. Yeah. <laughs> prom Most kids do. I will Most say. Kids. Yeah. Exactly. Great point with that, Mike. Prom, prom king over homecoming king. Prom is, yeah, prom's a big deal. Problem's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. But he's an early enrollee, but he's in Chicago, so he'll just – I'm pretty sure he's an early enrollee. I'm like 90% sure. But he'll just go back home for prom. That's what the kids exactly. do. So exactly. really um, Tom DeMay says he seems like an old head, and I think that's a compliment. A couple of super chats, and then we're, we're signing off. Um, Fashon A.L. Flip says, Under Armour needs to get us air-conditioned helmets like LSU has. This is the first time I'm hearing of that. That's oh. awesome. LSU has air conditioned helmets. Yeah, I saw something like that on uh online and uh but but Under Armour doesn't make helmets, so you know. Oh. I mean exactly. Well, what are we talking so, about here? I don't know. It's but 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 I see what he's saying. It's like, hey, you're giving Notre Dame so much money, go get air conditioning helmets. I get it. Yeah, LSU yeah. has something like that. So do appreciate the five bucks. Uh William drops the ten bucks. Really appreciate that. He says, Hey guys, thank you for all the hard work. Thank you for the super chat. Mr. Hyde, going into 2024, do you think Notre Dame has a top five wide receiver class in the country after the 23 hall plus these 24 studs did Notre Dame turn the corner at skill position? So I think this is a kind of a two-parter um, with the 24 receivers and then these uh, Notre Dame turning the corner at the skill spot. Take Yeah, if you take the two classes combined, you got a good group of you know seven wide receivers right there. So, you know, to replenish that are going to be Playing really a ton, exactly. Is it a top 25 in 2024? Well, obviously, I mean, you know, we talked about this when the California guy committed. You got an elite go-to guy in Cam Williams. You got your mid-range four-star blue chip and you know, Micah Gilbert, good football player. Is he a game changer like Cam Williams? I don't see that on film, but good outside receiver. And then you got, what, Saldante? Is it Saldante mm-hmm. out of uh, Northern Cal? going to grow into you know he's going to be a good slot receiver super fast kid super athletic you know but he's going to be a developmental we'll see what happens there he's not going to be a ready-made guy that comes in so not knowing what some of the other classes i wanted i i don't think it's a top five yeah in receiver class but complementary class to go on with 23 you're looking at two classes once again i like to look at recruiting two classes which means 25 wide receiver needs to have some heavyweights to round out 2024 when you look at 24-25 as a two-year cycle. Now, we're just doing this off the top of our head, but I feel like 
if you combine 23 and 24 and you do a two-year look yeah compared to everyone else i feel like it's like top 10 it's got to be top 10 in the country oh, right oh, that, that that is, you know you got great house and cam or some studs you got rico flores who's an outstanding solid fundamental football player out of Folsom without a doubt there you got Braylon James who is just sky's the limit Bray, Braylon James is like a combination of Cam and Tobias Merriweather when you look at his skill his speed his athleticism he's just you know he's just a green tomato they got to ripen up a bunch is what they got to do so super fast I mean we talk about fast guys you got Braylon Cam those are some dudes that yeah. can fly and then you have your your three-star you know, guys, you got, you know, Caleb Smith out of, you know, away from Texas Tech. You got Saldante away from Oregon State, two of the same type of players from a, you know, middle of the road power five programs that you like to develop, see where they're at as a junior down the road. So 23 24, when you look at it like that, Mike, yeah, it's it's a good haul. Over then, yeah, these two, over do these you think years. Notre Dame has turned the corner at skill position recruiting, Tim? For me, hey, people are going to hate this, but I, until, We'll see. We'll see. I mean, can Cam be that guy? It's for me. I'm. I'm. I'm just one of those guys. You're going to turn the corner when you could dump the ball to somebody, and that dude is going to make a move and go. I always go back to Devontae Smith in the playoff game. Throws a bubble, and he outran everybody on a bubble, and he just out leveraged everybody going down the sideline. He catches a slant, out leverages everybody until Notre Dame gets a guy that could do that. To me, that's when you turn the corner, when you're just like, that dude could catch a bubble and go 70. I don't know if Notre Dame has a guy like that yet. That's just my opinion in watching these guys. Good football players, really good wide receivers compared to – you broke it down great last week, Mike, talking about from what, 18, 19, 20. It's, 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 it's been dreadful. So they are turning the corner compared to where they've been the last three, four years, without a doubt. Okay. All right. Well, that wraps up the show right there tim i appreciate it we did say we're sticking with wednesday nights during the season right we're, we're here wednesday night this is it wednesday okay. we gotta have our post game show or yep. wednesday night show or friday friday, friday afternoon pregame video yeah. we got, um, it's almost here mike we got geez speaking of that we gotta prep for that navy's in just a couple weeks from now, so yeah so oh, how many yeah. more shows do we have before the game speaking of navy isn't that your uh that's your, uh, we're gonna have cake right that day Cake and ice cream? I thought Navy was your birthday. Oh, yeah, big three up. Oh, there you go. See a little cake and ice cream afterwards. There we go. So, okay, we have three more shows. So, okay. Um, yeah, we're moving our recruiting show to Thursday morning ish. Oh, because okay. I can't do Friday afternoon anymore because I'm traveling and oh, you're all um, over we have a little bit of an announcement on the recruiting show, just a little personnel update, and you guys will see it. We're, st- we're going to implement that change of time of game week. And then, uh, yeah, we'll have the Goolsby show Sunday. Law- I mean, I'm really excited about our YouTube lineup during the, the season. We'll have four live shows during the week. I- I'm still tinkering with a fifth, potentially something with Horka, but it's, it's just tough. It's tough to find like time for that to work when you got all the press conferences and, traveling it, it can be a little tricky don't, then we you got do, our magazine. don't you do a show with tyler when he breaks down one of the press conferences during the well, week? Uh, yeah but dude, tyler's good we want to i want tyler needs his own live shows what i'm saying gotcha 
which we can incorporate him more on here. But I, lo- I love when Tyler's on. I just I like when Tyler's on too. But Tyler could also, like me and Tyler, could just shoot the shit for an hour, yeah. just like me and you do. And and it's, it's 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 more the kind of the, you know the 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 reporter the yep. beat guy it, rather than me and you just kind of reacting and 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 you breaking down the ball and mm-hmm. me doing what I do. So yeah, we'll see. But yeah, Horgan Jack Sobel's done a really nice job in those post practice reports too. Um, so we'll continue to do those like post Marcus Schumann press conference videos. And then, yeah, just stuff all the time. Darren Pritchett, my videos with him. I love doing those. So I don't know. I'm pretty biased, but I think we have the best YouTube channel out ever. So Darren's got a great radio voice. So just let him. Yeah, he's great. He does. All right, Kevin, I think this is where we sign this off. He says, (laughs) Mike, no excuses. You could use a good workout schedule. I mean, I'm paying for the gym. Can't tell you the last time I've been. Um, but yeah, so. I know you have been because there was one time we were supposed to do something. You're like, Tim, move it back 30 minutes. I'm leaving the gym. I do. That could have been six months ago, but yeah, no, that was in 2020, 2019 or 2020 or something. But, but yeah, I do. Right. seriously, folks, really do appreciate you guys watching and listening. Hit that thumbs up. Leave a nice review if you're listening via podcast. Head over to blueandgold.com for more coverage. And as always, folks, we will catch you next time. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's $200 to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text HOPE NY in New York.